You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Marcus Ashlock. And we are your hosts this morning for Real Presence Live. Thank you for joining us. We have had a great first hour, and it just continues to go on and on. Mm-hmm. So we are uh, moving fast on to our next guests, Amy Julian and Jim Kenyon. Good morning, guys. Good morning. How are you? Good. Thanks for joining me, guys. It's great to have you. Uh, Amy, will you tell the listeners a little bit about who you are? Sure. I'm the director for Family Life Ministries for the Diocese of Rapid City. I'm uh, married to a rancher. We've got five kids. Most of them have flown the coop already, but we've got a couple <laughs> of them still. Very good. And how about you, Jim? Yeah, Jim Kenyon. I'm the director of Catholic Social Services, and in two days I'll be celebrating my 30th year here. So, great oh wow, experience. you're not Married old enough, with... Jim. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm starting to feel it. It's coming quick, but yeah. <laughs> Married as well with five kids, and, and it's almost enough to try and keep me online. So, yeah. <laughs> almost, almost. <laughs> I love that. Well, today I'm excited to have you both on. We're going to be talking about marriage matters. So, um, let's first start off with the importance of marriage in our society. Jim, could you talk a little bit about that? You know, absolutely. It's uh, it, it is a foundational relationship, and it's the only natural institution. Um, really, that is supposed to be the source of love and life for us. And, you know, it's impact in every area of our individual life in terms of our wellness and, and health. Generally speaking, there's just no other combination of relation that is as healthy, uh, productive, and, and positive for people's life in terms of their outcome. Hmm. And not that every marriage needs to, to be maintained. I understand there are some times where, where it isn't a source of love and life, and certainly our church acknowledges that, too, and allowing for annulments. Um, but it is the fundamental relationship for the good of the individual as well as the community. We've lost about 62, 63% of marriages um, over the, since 1970. Hmm. And so this is obviously having a devastating impact in our communities. And as an outpatient mental health provider and runner of a social service agency, I can just tell you that I spend 90% of my time trying to recap or recoup some of the things that, that didn't go right in families of origin, and, and the failures of, 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 of um, our, our willingness to enter into that vocation successfully. Hmm. Um, so it is the greatest vocations crisis the church faces today. So inviting more people into it um, is great, great, great work. And supporting couples in doing it is really what I've reprioritized, and Amy has been very helpful in helping me understand and fully appreciate that my energies and efforts need to be focused in that direction. Yeah. Amy, why does the diocese find it so important to focus on marriage? Uh, well, like Jim said, it really is the uh, the root of all our other vocations. Mm. Um, and I think it's particularly important today uh, just because we have so few good examples of what marriage should really look like. You know, society's right. really pressured us into, you know, all kinds of different living situations. And like a lot of our couples that come to marriage preparation, uh, many of them don't have an example of an intact marriage that has survived decades and decades. They come from mm-hmm. broken families, um, maybe even their grandparents are divorced. And, you know, so to have the example of of a good intact family that has mm-hmm. stayed faithful to each other and stayed faithful to the Lord um, is, is, is something they just don't have in their life. And so we can't assume that 
people are coming to us, you know, understanding what marriage really is. You know, we have to kind of educate them from the ground up on, on what a marriage looks like and then the fruit that can come from it. And then the damages that can come from a broken marriage or an absent marriage, you know, or marriage that was never entered into because of single parenthood or something like that. Right. So overall, what do you think is one of the biggest misconceptions, Jim, that you see in your work uh, that people have about marriage? You know, it's the, there, there are many. There are many. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I think that, that, you know, the misconception is I think sometimes people believe that what the Church teaches around human sexuality and relations is counter to what will make people happy. Mm. And, and, you know, <laughs> I'm astounded. I'm, I'm absolutely amazed, you know, um, that that even myself, I think, as I approach marriage, I, you know, and, and, I, and I pursued um, seminary for about three years, wondering if that was what God called me to before I got a clear sense that I wasn't called to that. And I remember the very clearly um, when I got a sense that isn't what I was supposed to do. I remember just kind of relaxing, going like, "Thank God." <laughs> then I, you know, this poverty, chastity, and obedience thing that I was looking at in the seminary <laughs> seemed a little over the top. And the funniest thing about it all is, after you know, thirty plus years of marriage, now I am realizing that I committed myself to a life of poverty, chastity, and obedience. <laughs> And, and not not and chastity's a little different than it might have been if I had pursued the other vocation, but it is a way of serving God and laying down our life for our friend mm. and pulling and drawing me. You know, if I didn't have five kids, you know, they they've called me out of myself and to see um, and to live life directed toward others. And and certainly, I haven't done that perfectly. Struggled in many ways in my own life. Um, but it is the enriching grace of God through the sacrament of marriage that has helped me more and more image Christ's love for the church. Mm-hmm. And absolutely so grateful for that calling and inviting and encouraging other people to, to live a married life in that way is really what Marriage Matters is all about. You know, I you made me think of something. I, I realized that growing up, I had the reverse situation. I had uh, my parents celebrated their 53rd uh, wedding anniversary last week. And I did. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I, I just love watching my parents, uh, you know, because, uh, I mean, as a kid, you see your parents as old, but now they're in their 70s and now they're starting to get older and and they're just so darn cute. But uh, <laughs> I had I had a great experience and I didn't realize that I had that great experience as a kid because mm-hmm. you're just so caught up on your own thing. But then um one of the things that I've been looking for in my life is that I just assumed I would have that kind of a marriage because that's that was my experience. Right. My mom and dad were complimentary with one another. They worked really well with one another, mm-hmm. and they just uh, they were great parents, and they still are. But I assumed I was going to have that, and I'm divorced, and I have not had that experience. <laughs> no. And it's bothered me. You know, mm-hmm. I can't imagine um, growing up in a violent home or or something that caused my parents to break up. So um, I can't imagine that, but I had the exact opposite experience, and I feel very mm-hmm. lucky for it. Yeah. You know, and I would say that, that, that you and I had the opposite experience. My own mother had a very, very difficult marriage, and it, and it was very, 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 very difficult. And, you know, I think she was, she was horrified whenever one of her children would think about marriage. Oh. Um, and I think that did come out of a, a out of a very difficult situation. And I'm sure my father has made his peace, and he's in heaven. And I have great confidence. And I, I think a lot of that happened as a result of my mother's sacrifice and commitment. Um, but 
when any of our my siblings were going to get married, my mother would always say, "I don't know if I'm going to go to that clown show," because mm-hmm. she she her own difficulty and struggle and trust and intimacy. And so when I ran into this lovely woman, a, a, a beautiful woman who called me out of myself, it was an amazing, amazing uh, reward. And it was the sense that now I understand my purpose. I felt a little bit like Adam, who when he saw Eve, mm-hmm. understood what he was called to be. Um, and you're right, sometimes those early foundational relationships, but helping couples get out of those patterns by offering practical AIDS is really a role that the church must play today. Mm-hmm. It's vital. It's vital that we help heal those wounds and help couples learn how to move forward together and live sacramentally. Absolutely. Well, and I think just the fact that you have to go through six months of marriage counseling before you actually take your vows, I think had I had done that when I was a young man, I probably wouldn't have ever gotten married yeah. to that person because, you know, we dated less than six months and got married. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't know who this person was. So, And that's a really good segue to that document that the dicastery just issued, Heather. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Why don't you talk yeah, a little so bit about that, Amy? I would love to. The uh, Dicastery for Family Life, uh, for Laity, Family, and Life uh, from the Vatican just issued a document earlier this month, and right now it's still only in Spanish and Italian, so my understanding of the document is based on articles that I've read. Mm-hmm. But um, the document is titled The Catechumenal Itineraries for Married Life, and in it, uh, the Pope is calling for a one-year marriage preparation, so not even a six-month preparation, but a one-year marriage preparation. And a lot of that is because of the fact that so many people are approaching the sacrament of marriage without a really valid understanding of what it even is. Hmm. And, and so what they've done is they've laid out a foundation that would almost mirror the, um, the uh, RCIA process, where you focus on pre-marriage preparation before people even got engaged, you know, and, and they, they don't talk much about that. But then they initiate that period of the marriage catechumenate, so to speak, with a rite of betrothal. So just like you enter into the rite of welcoming when you're coming into the church, you would enter into the preparation for the sacrament of matrimony through this rite of betrothal. And then you would have a marriage, a marriage catechumenate. And during that time, it would be marked by rites of uh, the blessing of the engagement rings or the presentation of a Bible or the presentation of the couple to the parish community. And just like an RCIA where you involve the whole community, yeah. And this couple coming, you know, and somebody coming into the church, you would do this for the couple. Mm-hmm. And the marriage catechumenate would be for that period of about a year, ending with a retreat, moving on to the sacrament of matrimony, but then following that up with a mystagogy, a period of accompaniment during those first couple years of marriage. And wow. that's where we're lacking, and that's where stuff like marriage matters can really, um, I think, fill that gap right now. That's exciting news. Mm. It's really I, exciting. <laughs> <laughs> because I, you, if, if anybody, well, we have to take a break. So I'm just gonna, <laughs> before I get on to my next thought, I'm getting excited. Um, we're going to take a break. So if you're just tuning in, uh, we're talking with Amy Julian and Jim Kenyon out of Rapid City. We're talking about Marriage Matters. It's a retreat. Uh, we'll dive more into that right after this break. So stay with us. More Real Presence Live right after this. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 
Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management's properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. For questions, Rose Management can be reached at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. In today's world, we are enslaved to addiction. I'm Father Chris Alar. Alcoholism, pornography, and drug abuse have become the master of millions of lives, maybe even your own. Addiction has led to countless deaths by overdose and suicide. So what can be done about it? Victims often explain they are searching to escape the troubles of this world or they are trying to find a form of ecstasy. Unfortunately, these enslavers provide neither. The experience is only pseudo, a fleeting imitation of an authentic spiritual experience. There's only one true spiritual experience that can provide fulfillment, and when you find it, you will find hope. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. This is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision specializes in pediatric eye care and vision therapy. We partner with a national infant eye exam program called Infant C, which provides eye exams for any baby under 12 months old. Many of the major childhood eye problems, such as lazy eyes, eye turns, and ocular diseases, can be detected in this early intervention exam. Infant C eye exams can be scheduled online at www.lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud supporter of babies everywhere and a proud sponsor of Real Presence Radio. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I am Heather Carroll. And I'm Marcus Ashlock. And we're broadcasting today from Sioux Falls. Thank you for joining us. We've got Amy Julian and Jim Kenyon on the line. We're talking all things marriage. Uh, Amy, you had just uh, talked about a new draft from the Vatican on marriage prep, um, talking about how they are looking to change that. And it's not even in English yet, you said? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. We're we're trying to figure out how to get a copy, but yeah, there's this thing yet. Because so, um, my yeah, there have been lots of articles on it, and you know, I pick through as many articles as I can, and so um, it's really, really, really exciting what I can yeah. see so far. So I can't wait to read the ninety-seven page document when it's issued. <laughs> well, and I think the the point behind that it, of me say that was the fact that. This is really exciting, but it might take us a bit before we implement anything in the states here. <laughs> yeah, but what's cool about it is it. It's like um, harnessing a spirit that's out there right now already in all of the marriage and family life circles. You know, um, like in the Diocese of Rapid City, and I'm sure most of our diocese, listening dioceses, we have a really good marriage prep process. You know, we've got focus, and we've got virtues-based life skills, NFE, and then we have a lovely, lovely retreat. So we really have the things 
for the marriage catechumenate already in place. What we need to focus on is the pre-marriage prep. You know, how do we prepare our young people to even understand what marriage is? Mm -hmm. And then that mystagogy, that post-wedding accompaniment. And that's where we need to be really, really intentional to help these couples navigate those first couple of years and even longer, you know, support them in times of crisis, but also help them to understand that being a gift to one another is that really the best way to make themselves happy. Like Jim said, there's such a misunderstanding of what happiness Mm -hmm. is. And like John Paul too said, you know, man can only find himself in the sincere gift of himself. Mm -hmm. And so that's what formation like marriage matters can help couples to do. And by giving of themselves, really find that they are filled in return so much more than they ever imagined they could be. Well, and we've got a situation in society with drive-through wedding chapels that we've taken that whole aspect out of marriage. It's just something that you do, you know, one afternoon when you're in a convertible, just drive through and get married. (laughs) Right. And nobody takes it seriously anymore. Yeah, yeah. But Elvis has to be available for the wedding. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well... So let's talk about Marriage Matters Retreat. Uh, Jim, tell us a little bit about what that is. You know, it's just a great opportunity. Uh, you know, and, and I'm kind of recommitting myself to doing this and to try and do this quarterly. Um, and it'll be myself and, and Erica Kling who's going to help facilitate this. And this young lady who um, just joined our staff that we're very excited to have. Um, but essentially what we're looking to do is we're looking to take some time to, to at least on a Friday, slow things down. Offer an opportunity for people to do prayer and do a social and sort of slow down welcome. And, and then on Saturday, dive in and dive in with a great sort of overview of the, the beauty of what marriage is and what we've called ourselves to and these married couples to remind them, you know, because for, for many of them, unfortunately, their marriage preparation was either abridged or it was so long ago they don't really recall what it is that they, what they, what they committed themselves to. And so to remind them of the powerful not 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 exchange of goods and services that they're about, but exchange of their very personhood, and reminding that this is this is a pathway to holiness and and to restep that. But then to move into the very practical pieces. Since COVID hit, we've lost most of our marriage enrichment kinds of programs and services. And since we've gone through COVID, many of our couples and marriages are struggling. Um, this is a tremendously stressful reality for many people, and we know divorce rates. Have, have skyrocketed somewhat as a result of that. So encourage couples to take a look at forgiveness and love, um, trust and fidelity, managing um, conflict in effective ways, looking hard at how they're fulfilling their marriage vows, which is to meet the emotional, physical, and spiritual needs of their partner, right? To help them look at their love languages and try and figure out, you know, this is the way I want to say, but... How can my wife receive, how can my husband receive the love that I have to offer, right? And to offer some real practical solutions to communication and conflict. Um, that's what's going to enter into in, the, in, in that second day on a Saturday. And then on a Sunday, we're going to be looking to take some time to sort of step back and do some renewal of our vows and celebrate, you know, a renewal of those vows in the sacrament of the liturgy, as well as... Um, do some, some work to really come out and start saying, so coming out of this, what are the two or three things we're going to commit to change in our marriage over the next five years? Hmm. What are they? And what practical things are we going to do to do that, to more fully realize what it is that God's called us to, to celebrate the gift of our married, marriage commitment? 
I'm hoping my wife isn't listening because she'll be taking notes. She'll be asking me. She's already made you the list. (laughs) But, you know, doing this weekend, usually I have the hardest time getting the husbands to come. But the amazing Mm -hmm. part is on Sunday, we usually we cannot get them to leave. Mm. (laughs) They found something in their partner, in their spouse. And, 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 and they've found a community that supports that vocational call. And they hang around sometimes till 2.30. I think we're done at 12.30. Go home. I'm tired. I want to go home. It, 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 you know, it's a great celebration. And many of those people have become good friends that I run into years later. You know, it's been, it's been a great thing. So I've probably been doing this for eight years or so. Hmm. Um, and it's primarily yeah, for I, married couples. Is that what you're saying? It is for married couples. Whether you're married okay. a week or you're married a married a hundred years, whether you're, whether you're having a great marriage or whether you're really struggling and about ready to blow it, because primarily the assignments will be to send that couple out to have conversations with each other about specific topics, um, and including forgiveness and moving forward. Had a couple who's married for fifty four years, mm. hadn't been intimate or or shared the gift of their sexuality in f- over 40 years. Hmm. They came, they talked their way through it, and they celebrated a gift. And literally, they came back with their kids a year later. Their adult children. And and Kathy and I had to sit in the room while they apologized for the way that they had lived their married life. Wow. There wasn't a dry eye in the group. Hmm. It's incredible what the grace that is present in our in the sacrament of marriage can do for couples. And what he's calling us to, you know, those those are profound experiences that will affect the rest of my life, yet alone that family. Right. Beautiful. So where can people find out information about this retreat? Where can people sign up? Uh, they can go to terrafunkta.org backslash MM22 for Marriage Matters 22. And um, and the retreat is uh, August 20th and 21st. That's a Saturday and Sunday. And there's an optional overnight on the 19th when we'll have confessions and the holy hour. Um, and it's just, you know, the Terrasanka campus is just a beautiful, beautiful place where, um, mm-hmm. you know, you can just really kind of spend some time, walk around. It's gorgeous grounds, beautiful facility. Um, but then also, you know, to really stress that this isn't just for couples that, you know, maybe feel like, you know, they need a little bit of help. This is also for couples that just want to go deeper in their marriage. You know, it's like your car, you know, it's better to just change the oil every so many months than Mm -hmm. to have to replace the engine eventually. And so Marriage Matters is kind of like changing the oil, just keeping everything flowing and helping you to go deeper. That preventative maintenance that you do every day. (laughs) Exactly. You know, Amy forgot a really important thing about Terrasante. They also have excellent food. So come with an appetite. I'm telling you, I think I, I, think I gained five pounds, but I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure all the food has no calories. I mean, not right it. there. Well, it's holy ground. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Any last thoughts that you would like to uh, let our listeners know about Marriage Matters Retreat, Jim? Yeah, please register, because we're at a time now, you have to understand, we're in a time now where the threat to marriage and family life is foundational. And the power of darkness wants to divide, and it wants to separate. And it wants us to just gradually drift from one another. We're called into greater communion. We're called into greater communion. And, and that is our vocation as married couples. And unless we make that a priority, 
the drifting will continue. Um, I just strongly encourage couples to register, um, to take the time, to spend with one another, to ask them how they're doing with the most important commitment they're ever going to make in their life. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Jim and Amy, for joining us this morning. It's been a delight. Well, thank you for having us. Mm-hmm. You know, and thanks to Catholic Radio. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah unfortunately, all my kids are texting me. They're listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Lisa listening. That's the talk. one you should be worried about. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> all right, Jim and Amy, thank you so much for joining us. And Marriage Matters, give the website out one more time. org backslash mm22. All right. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. All right. You too. Blessings. God bless. All right. So that was Amy Gillian and Jim Kenyon. They were talking about the Marriage Matters Retreat um, that will be going on at Terra Sancta in Rapid City. I'm sure they would Mm. welcome people from all over. And if you've never been to Terra Sancta, that itself is a vacation. (laughs) Well, and, you know, that week, is that the week before the rally? So you could go to that and stay for the rally. Oh, good grief. I shouldn't have said that. No. Okay. No. <laughs> I was born and raised in Rapid City. Right. Rally week, you're just like, oh no. <laughs> There's going to be a couple people here. But really exciting stuff coming out about marriage through the Vatican. I was really excited mm-hmm. to hear that. Maybe there was a hand of God in that uh, <laughs> the week before. Right. You know? So exciting things going on in the Diocese of Rapid City. Marriage Matters Retreat going on at Terra Sancta. And just really focusing on a marriage, whether it's a good marriage or a bad marriage, it needs help or you're brand new and still in that honeymoon phase. It sounds like a great, mm-hmm. great opportunity to refocus on what marriage means. Right. So, all right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to have Kelsey. She's going to be joining us. Um, she is from the University of St. Mary. And so she's going to share with us what her internship has looked like this year. She's got a lot of big things going on at their little parish. And I'm, I always love to hear young people and what they're up to because they have more energy than I do. <laughs> it's like, oh, wow. Okay. So Kelsey will be with us. We're going to take a quick break. More after this. We'll be right back. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 